You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. As we discussed last week, the Seattle Mariners should be right in the thick of contention in 2017 in a very winnable AL West. Let's talk to Greg Jobs about the Mariners. I am Allison Fetter. Greg, um, I was reading uh, some of your information on the Mariners website today, and somebody asked in one of your inboxes, um, is simply, is the team better than last year's team? Um, is the lineup better than last year's? Will the rotation be improved? And so overall, now that the winter meetings are over, of course there's still time to wheel and deal. Um, how do you kind of see the team as it stands right now? Yeah, those, those, are, those are fun questions to ask in December. <laughs> but, uh, you know, there's still some work to be done on the rotation. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put that one as a, as a TBA, a TBD, or whatever you want to call it. The, you know, I, they're going to get another starter, there's no question. And, uh, you know, when they do, we'll see where that slides in. And, and then we'll have a better idea how that rotation stacks up. Uh, uh, I, I think the lineup is, is definitely better with Gene Segura uh, coming over in, in trade from the D-backs and, and giving them a legitimate leadoff hitter that they, they really need and, uh, and a good offensive shortstop. I mean, their infield, Allison, is, is pretty darn good offensively, especially with, with Cano, Segura, and, and Seager there and, and the combination of Danny Valencia is a, is a very good right-handed hitter, and they're going to see what the Dan Vogelback can do at first base in combination with them. But, but that, that's, that's a pretty stacked uh, – lineup offensively and they go young in the outfield and i like what they're trying to do there they're trying to get some some speed and athleticism and, and we're going to see a lot of a lot of ben gamble a lot of uh, mitch hanniger the, the kid they picked up in the d-backs as well and, and leonis martin uh, who had a, a pretty darn good year last year and and uh, uh and, and yeah, nelson cruz in the middle of that with uh, what he's been doing I, I think you got some some pretty good stuff there so i, I like where they are offensively they surprised some people last year with the, with the power that they hit with uh, so we'll, we'll see where they go, but I think certainly that uh, the rotation is to be seen, and we'll and we'll see where they go. I, I like I like how they're stacked up depth wise, but uh, they they were certainly like to add a kind of a middle of the rotation guy to, to kind of beef that thing up a little bit more. Yeah, and I, I mean, we talked about it last week, and I kind of had a chuckle because um, I mean I totally get the Taiwan Walker trade, I totally get it, and um, I think that it is probably going to end up being a good deal on both sides, but. Um, it's just funny to hear the Mariners like say like, okay, we need a starting pitcher, and they just trade and went away. Um, it's hard to. It's not like you can just go and find them so easily. I mean, it costs a ton of money on the free agent market, and it costs valuable prospects if you make a trade. Um, I mean, it's it's sort of like they kind of asked for this by trading away somebody that they had high hopes for a year ago. Well, there's no question, and it's not like they didn't know that. I mean. They, they felt like they they had a position of strength there and and needed wanted to secure uh, so they had to give up something to get him and they gave up Taiwan Walker so how that comes out over the long run will remain to be seen I think they they felt anyway uh, that, that they were in better position to refill the rotation than they were to to go out and get an impact player like Segura at the top of the lineup so there's that deal and and yeah now they now they got to fill that gap uh, you, you listen to the photo he he loves what they've got you know. 12 starters deep, which is which is pretty good. He just thinks that that kind of impact guy in the middle of the rotation, they can certainly use a kind of an innings eater. And, and, you know, maybe they had some questions on Taiwan. I mean, he, he as a guy that had been projected very highly and, uh, for a long time, and they were still kind of waiting to see it. So, you know, what, what's behind the scenes, why they move a guy, who knows. Uh, they certainly like uh, James Paxton, what he brought last year. Uh, they like Ariel Miranda that they brought in by trade. Uh, you know, to me, the question really, and, and 
you look at Felix and Iwakuma, and these are two guys with, with some mileage on their arms. Iwakuma 35, and he's going to be 36 next year. And, and Felix, uh, obviously, you know, he's, he's 31, going to be 31. And, uh, you know, last year, the first year, he kind of hit, hit a speed bump, uh, both when he was healthy and then getting hurt. Uh, you know, he wasn't quite the same Felix. So, uh, you know, I think therein lies the questions that we'll have to wait and see. So, uh, you know, to bring in a, another arm, certainly to, to add some, some insurance uh, should they run into any, any problems with those those guys atop the rotation. And, you know, sure it's hard to get through 162 games without having some kind of issues. So, uh, so now you can see why they, like most teams, are, are, are always looking for arms. Yeah, that was my next question about Felix. Um, I, I mean, it's kind of a bummer that those questions now have to start popping up. But once, once you have that season with that, where you miss a lot of time with injury, then that starts to become a question mark. I mean, not only with Felix, um, you know, one of the top pitchers in all of baseball, but the durability is was such a selling point with him, and the ability to you know produce 200 innings in a season. Um, so they have to be biting their nails a little bit, I would imagine, uh, over the next couple of years, just to see where this goes. Um, you think that that's a, a, like a concern with them? And remind us how many more years are left on his contract, approximately? <laughs> yeah, he's, yeah, I lose track. I think he's got what three. Three more years after this. Uh, oh, you know, okay. It, it, I thought it was more like it, seven. Okay, so that's well, all right. Cano has seven. So uh, right. Felix, I think it's three after after this year's. I think he's got four more. Uh, you know, that, is it a concern? Of, uh, of course, it's a concern. I think every team has them. Uh, Felix, I mean, you just you've penciled him in so many years. It's unbelievable, really. I mean, eight years in a row with two hundred plus innings. I mean, it was ten years in a row with one hundred. 80 or 190 innings. I mean, that you just you don't do that, and uh, and he did. So hmm. you know, inevitably, you know, last year was it a, was it a horrible year? No, uh, I think he pitched 150 innings. He missed seven weeks uh, with the calf injury. It wasn't an arm injury, interestingly. Uh, uh, so he is he is human. Uh, and his ERA, what he, he finished 11 and 8 with about a 3.637 ERA. These are not horrible numbers, but when you're when you're Felix Hernandez, it's it's not what you expect. If his strikeouts were down, his walks were up. Uh, you know the, the peripheral things were that you look at. You, you concern his velocity down. Uh, you know, so uh, you know they're they're very interested to see what he does this offseason. Apparently, he's been working out. They're very encouraged by what the, the early reports they've got. He's working with, uh, I think, fascinatingly, uh, uh, Robinson Cano's trainer that that he trained with last year when he re- uh, rehabbed off his uh, his uh, abdominal surgery. So he had the double hernia hernia surgery and, and worked out and came back in great shape. Uh, he hooked up Felix with the guy and it's working out with him. So uh, that can only help uh, Felix. I think the most interesting story of this offseason to me is he's going to go pitch in, in winter ball in Venezuela and then pitch in the WBC in the spring. And this is for Felix a vast uh, departure from what he normally does in the offseason, which is not saying it doesn't work in the offseason, but when he comes to spring training, he generally is the last Mariner pitcher to take the mound. He's the last pitcher. He's kind of got had his own schedule, and that has worked well for him. As we just talked about, he's pitched 200 innings. You don't you don't question that too much until it starts to hit a little bump and he gets a little older and he turns 30 and and uh, you know maybe he's got to do some things differently. So they're going to push him earlier this year, partly on his own volition because he wants to pitch in the WBC. So they, they're going to let him pitch in Venezuela, get some innings under his belt, and and all those things. So that's an interesting experiment to me because. You know, you're going to remain to be seen how he's how he feels in, uh, you know, August and September after after starting earlier. So, 
we'll see how that goes. Uh, I think it's it's going to be a key to the season, and and uh, if he handles it well, and they get a the, the big Felix of old, that's a huge, huge boost. If uh, if suddenly he's having struggles down the second half because he started earlier or any other reason, then it's going to it's going to be a problem for the Mariners. Yeah, you know the WBC is such an interesting thing to me because it's obviously a big initiative by with Major League Baseball, hugely important. Um, all teams are encouraged to encourage their players to participate, mm-hmm. and then you get into the pitching conundrum. And uh, they've been very, very good about having strict pitch limits, um, you know, innings limits, really, really making sure that they're not overworking these guys. But I, I would imagine that the executives and the, of the front office, uh, front offices for all the teams, get really concerned. I mean, they can't tell them not to pitch, but the, the Mariners cannot be happy that Felix wants to pitch at the WBC. I mean, they'll never admit it, but they, that can't be like great news for them. Yeah, it's it's hard to say. I mean, Jerry Depoto is the most positive guy you can be around, and if you talk to him about it, he will convince you that this is a good thing. As like I said, to get Felix going earlier. Uh, you know, they see us at his age. Maybe this is what he needs to do. And they certainly I disagree. Are, uh, <laughs> they're certainly uh, hopeful that him working hard this off season will be a good thing for his longevity over the course of the year. How that plays out, I don't know. I mean, they they are a team. You know, that's a pretty international team, also. And uh, you know, I looked at it just just the other day. We're going to go into spring, and and you know, Nelson Cruz, uh, Robinson Cano are going to be suddenly gone. Uh, 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 Hernandez, James Paxton is going to pitch in the WBC. Edwin Diaz, their young closer, is going to be gone. Um, uh, Valencia, that they just acquired, their first baseman. I mean, this is a pretty good chunk of their their starting lineup. Uh, they're two fifths of the rotation, and their closer are all all going to be gone for you know a couple of weeks while they're training. And if their teams do well, you know, you know two two or three weeks. So that's a it's a, going to be an interesting spring. As it always is every four years. Uh, you know, they report a little bit earlier and. Uh, and they they, they you know, try to get guys working a little earlier, but uh, you know as far as cohesion and working out together and kind of doing the the team thing, yeah, pretty big impact on on a lot of teams. And the Mariners certainly will be one of those uh, in the middle of March when you see a lot of the big names gone. Well, okay, you can put me mark me down officially as disagreeing with Dakota that this is a good idea for Felix to start that early. <laughs> but uh, I also say knows way more about this stuff than I do. I, just, I remember in 2006, the first WBC, and I was covering the Astros, and I'm watching Roy Oswalt pitch for Team USA, and I think Davey Johnson was the manager at the time. I could be wrong on that. But anyway, whoever was managing, and Roy was in there for what I felt were too many pitches. <laughs> I was screaming at the TV. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Just, I mean, the, the, the concern is just because of the time of year. It's not like these guys are some, you know, like China dolls. I mean, they're not fragile, but it's just putting that many innings I guess maybe pitching in winter ball might make it a little bit easier but it's just these guys you know March is the time when you're trying to just get back into the swing of things and not so much um you know like you're not in September mode I mean that's right that's what's concerning for me it's definitely interesting and uh, four years ago uh Felix didn't pitch in the WBC uh, at the time, he was uh, negotiating his new contract with the Mariners and his, his extension. So that was actually four years ago, and that was a seven-year deal. So I guess we do the math. Oh. He's got three three years after this. But, um, yeah, he, he didn't pitch. Iwakuma didn't pitch uh, four years ago and is, is not pitching in this one either, I don't believe. Uh, uh, Paxton, though, that's that's an interesting one. I mean, he's a young guy with you know certainly – Big upside, strong arm, and you wouldn't think uh, you know WBC should be a big problem for him. But you know Paxton is a guy that, that hasn't 
pitched a, a full season in the majors yet because of various issues. So, you know, that, you know, does it get them ready earlier or does it cause them problems? I mean, I, I guess, you know, if you're, when you pitch, things happen, you know, you, you uh-huh. you know it's, it's hard on your arm and, and, you know, whether you're pitching the WBC or spring training or whatever, things can happen. But I, I, I kind of agree with you. You, you know, you put that kind of extra stress in the big, big game situations. It can be pretty hard when you're pitching in, in March and those kind of situations. But on the flip side, if you want to take it this way, I mean, these guys are going to be pitching in Cactus League games in, in March as well. Um, it's not like it's just crazy. It's not like we're, you know, in, in uh, you know, November, January or something where they don't normally throw much at all. So, you know, I, we'll see how it goes. I think for the position players, uh, different story. I mean, those guys are getting their bees and, and, and doing their thing. So I don't, I don't think it's a big uh, big factor there, but it, it does kind of dis- disrupt spring. It makes things different. I think it's it's good for the Mariners. This isn't like Scott Service's first year. You know, it would have been very odd for uh, you know a new manager to come in, uh, you know, trying to work with guys, and all of a sudden those guys are gone for a couple of weeks. So as far as team cohesion and those things, you know, they're, they're a pretty good group from last year. Uh, I don't see that being a big problem. But you know, you're talking about working on fundamentals together and doing those kind of drills and. You know, they're going to do have to do things earlier and, and, uh, and get together later when they come back for the last couple of weeks and uh, handle things a little differently than, than normal. All right. Mariners front office, I'm putting my trust in you. I will defer yeah. to them. But we'll, uh, <laughs> well, there will be plenty of time to talk about that. Okay. I won't keep you anymore. Greg, thank you so much. Appreciate it. Talk to you soon. You, you bet, Allison. Take care. MLB.tv Premium, the number one live streaming sports service, is celebrating 13 years. Watch every out-of-market regular season game live or on demand in true HD. Real-time highlights, live look-ins, pitch tracking widget, and more. MLB.tv Premium includes a free At-Bat 15 subscription. Watch live baseball on over 400 mobile and connected devices. Watch at home, in the office, or on the go every night on every device. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Visit MLB.tv for details.